Drop the beat. That's not the beat. Do we have the beat? <laughs> We're going to drop the beat eventually, I promise. There we go. Let's go. This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's be rich. What? The GK Vance and Sugar Dots can't quit. What? Now pop the corpus in the Vega and get lit. What? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark Walk in my head. You are tuning into the 444 Profit Podcast. I am your co-host, New Haven, here with my main man, JD. Another major championship. We're back. Major championships. All we do is talk majors and big tournaments, and I love that. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) They like majors. That's what they like. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, baby. PGA Championship. Ah, I'm excited. Masters. Mm, Okay. Golf tournament. I've had a tough run in the beginning, and I'm finally starting to hit the stride. We got Max home a home. We got a first round leader, Munoz, last week. Head to heads are starting to come around. So it's been a rough beginning. Uh, We have a guest who has not had a hard time at the beginning. So I'm really excited to talk to him. But how have you been? Anything? Everything been good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been following your stuff, so no, fuck. I mean, we have a lot of emotional damage. So. <laughs> hey, I've, I haven't had a losing season in four years, and it's not going to be this one either. So no. it's a good time to hop on the train, baby. And I'm feeling good about this golf tournament. Um, yeah, Southern Hills, man. Uh, I'm really excited. Do you have any like, um, I mean, what, any initial like, what's, what do you think is like the biggest storyline coming into this thing? Uh, I'd say the biggest storyline, of course, is Tiger. And they've made some changes. And Will I they go- stop talking about fucking Phil, by the way? I don't want to hear anything about this fucking dude. He's not even there. Like, I'm watching this coverage, and I'm like, look, G- Golf Channel, I don't give a fuck about Phil. He's old, he got lucky, and he doesn't want to play on the BGA Tour anymore. Like, what? That's, I don't want to hear anything about it. I want to hear about the guys are playing. I want to hear about the golf course. Am I wrong there? Uh, Does anyone want to hear about fucking Phil? There's no well, way. Okay. I'm, the only reason to talk, I mean, the biggest reason is that he won the tournament and he's, yeah. not, hurt, and he's not playing well so that's that's really that's it's a big deal it's, it's it's a big deal that he won he did something okay. i don't think tiger will ever do which is hard Ooh, to do. hold on oh wow i can't wait till we talk to british that can't that's that's for sure but anyways okay well southern hills great golf tournament and we have a wonderful guest with us this week remember we're just bringing in guests all the best guests that's it they're going to basically give us their insight uh and try and you know help us along here we're doing a value draft again we had a wonderful time with brinson on that so that's gonna be what we're doing again this week but without further ado from four there we go boom four for four and bet spurts ryan noonan ryan how are you doing today and are you excited for the pga championship J-Man, I appreciate you having me. I am yep. fired up to be here with you fellas. Value draft that you did with Brinson was absolutely fire. Uh, shout out to Will. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, excited to be here. Fucking love major championship yeah. golf, James. You and I talked about this a while back. Like Craig Ranch, uh, Mexico. <laughs> like, give me oh, a God. break. Like We got to do it from the content standpoint. I yeah. respect the fact that you just crossed them off your list <laughs> and you just hammer the bad boys uh the ones that yeah. matter and i'm excited to be here to, to unpack it with you guys absolutely so we're gonna get into this whole day we're gonna break it down top to bottom uh we're gonna talk we're gonna talk everything we're gonna we're gonna make sure we cover this thing in, in full depth 
But before, I always like to get just kind of the background of the guests and how you know they got into handicapping. Obviously, you're with you're four for four, and you're a director of uh, uh, betting at BetSports as well. So, can you just kind of tie it all together for us? Because honestly, I even asked Andy, "How the hell does it work?" And so, I'm, I'm I want to talk to the expert here. To explain to me the dynamic between the two, what you guys are doing, and, and you know, obviously the the, the long term goal, and also how you even got into the space uh, in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to give you the elevator versions of it because you sure. probably could we spend an hour there. But, uh, you know, I've been betting golf on the side. I've just always bet golf because it's my favorite sport to play. I think it's the best sport to bet. Are you, well, like, are you good? Uh, you know, if you uh, you want to get into like the high 70s, you need to go somewhere else. If you need an 84, an 85, I'm your That's guy. Fine. You and Haven, we have a death match. We need to set that up next time you're in San Diego. We'll meet. We'll meet you guys. Love, love that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to dip into the '90s that often. So you know, I'm going to play. You know, in the range of that '80s. Uh, sometimes it just depends on what the, the putter is doing. But uh, are you ball striking? You around the greens? What's your game? Yeah, you know what? The I'll be the, the drivers are pretty good. Okay. Yeah, okay. uh, so that it. helps. That Love makes it. that makes things a, a little bit easier. So um, you know, everything gets a little shorter. So you're probably you're probably 50 by Haven, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love to find out. Hey, uh, I sent you that last track, man. You can uh, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, I sidetracked you. Continue. I love bad. to find out, but yeah, I mean, I, my I've ball been speed the... is one fifty-five. Okay, that's, that's all good. right, that's okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it was just like one thirty last time we played. It was like it sounded like this off the club face. <laughs> what about that putter going? Oh, that putter is good though. I will say he's a yeah. he's a very good putter. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. Let's uh, let's get back to let's get back to the. Yeah, I've been grinding content forever, James, and uh, okay. you know was was doing um, baseball for a while, but I was like, nice. first of all, baseball Impossible. is just a disaster. Um, and just realized there's so much more opportunity to grow in the space to do this full time in football. Um, the opportunity a couple of years ago, four for four scooped up. Uh, podcast that I was doing and that kind of evolved and has led to a full-time gig with them uh, kind of running the betting side. They brought me on to launch betting because they've just been kind of an OG fantasy football site forever. Gotcha. And then uh, when they brought me on to do betting, the one caveat I said was that I come with golf betting. And oh, that was really okay. the first non-football sports that we launched at four for four. A couple months later, Betsperts uh, purchases us. Uh, they basically acquired their parent company and, uh, you know, we flirted with some other folks in the space and decided, you know what, the best way to do it, let's just go start our own thing. So, uh, you know, so you have to deal with later, Andy every day. I mean, that's good. Uh, now we're going to talk to Andy. Yeah. Andy and I kind of run point there. Uh, love that guy. He is, uh, <laughs> he's a character. I uh, love getting to do it. But the cool thing is, is when you're getting to build it from ground up with some financing, you kind of get to have yeah. control of what you want to do and what you'd love to see in the space. And, uh, it's a slow grind. We're definitely not where we want to be, but again, like building the cool tools, research pages we're coming so i'm yeah. excited about what we've done and turned around quickly but i'm really excited about really what the future holds for sure it's, and we've had we've had conversations i'd actually like the last question like what what kind of things are you guys looking to do specifically because i honestly think it's going to be a go-to resource from what you've you've and andy have described to me so maybe elaborate that a little bit and you know pump pump the brand here because i mean i love you guys obviously so i'd love to get that out to the people. yeah no, i appreciate it so you know there's some good you know we know the names in the space where people go to do their research yep. and uh, a lot of those places don't have they don't marry the content with it. So mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a lot of good content out there that really doesn't have tools. So we're really trying to be the one spot where you're like, okay, um, what have they done with these tools to get to these picks? And then I could do my own work because we really know, even for the most part, golf grinders like we are, they want to do their own research, right? They yeah. want to you know, be able to get good pricing on their own matchups. They want to be able to pull you know, data that they can only pull on a few different sites. So we want to play around with a few different 
modeling things that are out there, you know, customizing different, whatever you need that's out there. Um, oh, yeah. We want to be able to help you kind of come to one spot and find it all. So uh, I don't want to give away the farm because uh, there's some stuff that's not even out there that we're trying to dabble in so far. I love it. But uh, doing our own projections and ground up, trying to really know that, hey, strokes gained are great, but they're yeah. they're more descriptive than predictive, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So like they tell a great story, but we don't really want to be a descriptive site. We can find that anywhere. So we're really trying to find what goes into the stats, have the math nerds, the bet spurts nerds that are writing the regression models on all the other stuff, trying to find out what makes the most sense. And I think we're we're getting there. So I'm pretty excited about where we're going. I love it. I love it. And hopefully we're going to break that PGA championship. You know, maybe give us a little something, you, you know, that you're hearing from the nerds. Because we love to hear from the nerds. <laughs> the nerds are great. Um, yeah. I, I love disagreeing with the nerds, too. So I, I can't wait to hear that as well. So, I mean, with that being said, let's just dive on into this thing. Uh, Haven, should we, should we break down this course or what? Hell yes. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. I think we got a drop for this. But he has a new roadcaster photo. It's time for the course preview. I think the rough will be up. <laughs> I love it. All right. Start, start us off, Abe. What you got? All right. We are going to Southern Hills, Oklahoma. 74? You know what? I think there's something to actually talk about. Because I, I, they're... Yeah, just continue. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> 74 in the south, longest shit. They've made changes. Bermuda. Bent rough greens. is up. What? Bent greens. Bent greens. Sorry. Bent Not greens. Bermuda. Bent greens, which is actually kind of rare in the in the south. You, you know your country club is rich as fuck when you have bent greens in the south. Basically, they have unlimited water and they're rich because you got to water those bent greens or they will die instantly. <laughs> pure bents, too. So they didn't even pure hybrid bent. that. Like, right? There's no like that pole bullshit. There's no yeah. Bermuda spots. It's pure bent. It's like them and Colonial are like the only two <laughs> from like, you know, all the way up to almost where, where Andy lives, basically. But did some changes, right? So we, we were here in 07, Tiger won, you know, hitting like six irons off the tee, which is kind of weird. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Widened fairways, took some trees out. And then restored the greens to like very tight, almost like Augusta-like greens, right? right? Very undulating. They say they're like average tour size, but everything that I've heard says that you they're very small. They play smaller because if you don't hit them in the right spots, it's like, pew, and just goes off, right? It goes off into the wheel. You don't know where it's going to go if you don't hit in the right spot. So I think that's kind of wow. interesting. The other thing about the length, par 70, they're saying like it could tip out to like 7,500 yards. But if you've seen the way the course is designed, they have like tee boxes across uh, across holes. Like the, the, the stretch of like th- – it's like three, six, and seven. Like the, the like you tee off on three across hole six. And then seven tee box is behind six green and, and six is a par three. So you can like – if you have a back left pin, you can actually like fly it into the tee box. So – I think for the first couple of days, they're actually going to move tees up because if not, and it's going to be really windy. I think it's going to play relatively short uh, for those first two days. And I don't think anyone's talking about that. I think, and I think that matters. They're not going to really push it because if they do, it's going to be like a six hour round with people waiting cross. Like they're going to, they're going to move the, move it up in my opinion. Um, and I think it's going to play a little shorter. I think it's going to play in the hands of some players, Ryan, any tidbits, anything that you've kind of uh, heard or, or, or have understood from the golf uh, course that maybe, you know, isn't something that's uh, widely known information. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are going to be more uh, less than driver holes than I think we originally thought to, to your point. So I think that yeah. that's interesting, too. And maybe that's a force of the wind or the creeks that are in play. 
you mentioned it, James. I think that the lack of collar around the greens is a massive thing this week, right? Where yeah. we have these like false fronts and these shaved runoffs where you know, dudes can be, you can actually hit an incredible iron, but they're almost crown greens too, where mm -hmm. they're designed to actually kind of run away. So, uh, you know, you could actually be dialed in from, you know, a, an approach standpoint and not be able to hold the green. So if it is less uh, long than we were thinking, that helps too, because you're going to have some of these guys that are just having to be forced to five, you know, four, five, six down the bag. And that's really hard to stick at a yeah. spot like this where we're going to have these fast, rich, uh, bent grass greens. So that's going to be interesting this week. That maybe crosses some people off for some folks. Just, again, you're going to have to be forced to scramble. There's a few yeah. guys at the top of the board that just haven't shown that ability consistently. So I'll uh, be interested to get your guys' thoughts on that. I think something interesting is like shave, we don't see shave runoff areas very often on tour, right? I mean, this, I mean, the sample size of this is so small. It's basically like Augusta. I think Congaree played it a little bit like that, but it was so easy that they just hit every green. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. They're kind of the talk to you know what you spoke of of, of stroke gain stats, like around the green, which is like the worst of all the stroke gain stats. Like, if you want to talk about something, you know, you can more or less just kind of throw out sometimes. You know, I just I'm not sure that that is a good representation of of what these guys will face. You know, around the green stats are are created week to week. And you just don't see this kind of stuff week to week. You don't see tight lies on, on Bermuda week to week. So I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of like the eye test, I guess. Like I know when I see a guy who has good hands and I know when I see a guy who doesn't. Like I, I don't really have any clue about the around the green stuff. And I'm not really sure how to handicap it. What's your take on, on just like, you know, kind of that whole theme and also – like where where are we going with that, and, and especially with that with that statistic? Yeah, the around the green stuff could very well be in more instances than not. We're talking about a ball that maybe like slightly ran off, and is in like you know some a little bit two three inches of rough yeah. around the green versus what we're going to be asking these guys to do this week, and that's pick it clean off of short grass. So like, fucking hard. So hard to do, and it is a different skill set, and it probably yeah. isn't captured in anything strokes gained around the green. So. Um, I'd rather lean on it than not lean on it. Um, but at the same time, like we're also looking at these around the green shots that might be 30 yards versus yeah. just these actual just bump and run type chips to get them started on the green. So it is a different beast. Um, I think that there is something to that where I want to, you know, again, lean on it. I'd rather have guys that are kind of at the top of the board. So ignoring kind of guys that maybe are middling and not holding that against guys, you know, but the giving some weight to the outliers. If you're really gotcha. good around the green, you're probably going to be really good picking it clean from 30 off of short grass. Um, and if you kind of suck at it, you probably are going to suck at it here as well. So yeah. uh, it is kind of hard to parse through. And I agree that it is definitely the noisiest of all the strokes game. Measures. For sure. Hey, have you got anything? I think that uh, three corollary courses for those kinds of uh, short game wizards are Augusta, mm -hmm. Phoenix, and I want to say Riv. Yeah, Riv's got some really tight shave offs. Yeah, 100%. yeah. So especially like you know, guys who have played at those courses, kind of the corollary as far as strokes gained around. You might want to look at those guys. Yeah. And then the I problem think is, is we actually don't have strokes gained around the green data from Augusta, right? Like, yeah. Well, so we, unless we you're get, like rich. And, yeah. I don't know. Best yeah. person to I don't know. Get, let's get some. Let's get some money in there. And go, go get that data. <laughs> right. Actually, we're, tr we're trying to. Uh, it's it's out there. There's. Uh, you're probably on the leaderboard. Like yeah, yeah. Well, we know the guy who has it. Uh, and it's you know a couple DMs and it's accessible, but uh, like a, you know, 
from like a big picture standpoint, it's really hard to to give weight to, right? Because we just yeah. have like you know you can capture total strokes gained from them, but yeah, I mean, news point, like it'd be great to be able to have an understanding of what we've seen there because we would have the largest sample because we play there every year and yep. you know the big boys are there all the time, so that would matter. But that yeah, matter. Uh, that's going to be the eye test, right? Who do we know more so? Who competes there well? There's probably something to that. I agree. I agree. And then I think it's important to note the weather, right? Thursday and Friday look look really windy, and there's going to be some thunderstorms as well. Excuse me. And, you know, wind play, right? So, like, Thursday morning looks the best. I'm I'm done trying to cap the weather after the players when I had – I thought I was, like, dead set on a certain wave, and I'm like, we're going all in. And it ended up being completely different. And we're in yeah. Oklahoma, which is even more wild of weather. If anyone's ever been to Oklahoma, spent a couple summers there. My grandpa uh, lives there, rest in peace. Uncle is still there. Uh, you never know. I mean, it's literally like bright and sunny, and all of a sudden there's a fucking tornado on your back 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 door, right? So, you know, <laughs> right? So, right now it looks like AM Thursday is probably the better wave, but I'm I'm almost just kind of throwing all that stuff out because I'm not a meteorologist, and it just looks like it's just going to be windy the entire time, and that's kind of what I'm playing. Uh, does that are you factoring that in at all, uh, Rye? Like in terms of you know the wind players again, another noisy stat. Like how do we really know who's good at wind other than just watching? Uh, right. But yeah, what's your take on the weather and and how are you uh, how are you factoring that in in terms of the guys that you're you're looking to back? I mean, early it looks like there's going to be wind throughout. So like yeah, we might have an early wave, like event. nine holes or something. Yeah, so yeah. like I, you know it's super noisy, and I don't want to like let it get me off of guys that I actually think are you know, set up to do well here or right. good numbers that are out there based off of something that, like you said, I remember feeling really strong about the players as well. And it was completely flipped on its ass. So, um, you know, I, maybe if we get like, if someone you're holding off and you have a couple of bullets still a fire Wednesday evening and we have a better spot, then even then to your point, like that can turn in an instant. We're talking about winds too, like very fickle. So, yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't pay too much mind of it. We're going to have wind throughout, some like these guys play that in winds. You got the Aussies that play in winds. You got the Europeans that can play in winds. You got the you know Burgers and Neemans and Woodlands yeah. who can you know have low ball flight and those guys whatever like it, all narrative. We don't have anything really to you know pump that out. But uh, you know if I like them, I'm like them. I'm not really giving it any weight so far. Yeah, and then I, honestly, I think it's, it's it's important to know. Everyone's talking about uh, Thursday Friday winds. Saturday, Sunday looks like they might just destroy this place. Like, honestly, if they, unless they can, if there's a little bit of rain the Friday evening and, and, and it gets soft and it's, now it's cold and, you know, the, 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 everything softens up a little bit, I think you're going to see maybe a Saturday run from some guys like kind of like what Tiger did, uh, you know, back, back when he won, you know, low, mid to low 60s. And now all of a sudden you're in. So I'm looking forward to it. The golf course looks. I mean, it's just, it's a major championship venue. And that's Have you ever heard really like this much consensus? Everyone and their brother seems to absolutely love this place. I haven't it's heard, good. you're not yeah. going to really hear anyone say that they, you know, don't like it. Sometimes they'll, you know, nitpick here and there. We've seen some of that, like after the first round or something like that, that they get a little bit crazy with pin placements. Everyone steps up to the mic and they're like, this place is incredible. Yeah. Love this and place. That, I cool. also think it's like the way the PGA sets up the go their golf tournaments. Like they want, you know, like 12 to 13 to win. And I think they're pretty clear on that. And I think that's what the guys like. They want to be able to make birdies and win golf tournaments and not like yeah. a U.S. Open where it's a complete slog and you got just really random shit happening. And, you know, talk about half the field. You know, you probably have 90 percent of the field is just out. Right. Because they just don't want to grind through what is just very difficult golf. I love that shit. I wish every golf tournament was like that. I love watching I've guys struggle. Strange <laughs> like, feeling. Someone's gonna kick his ass. <laughs> like you know, and I think that's why because the PGA honestly, I think they set their courses up to be the fair, the most fair in terms of the ability to score, rewarding, uh, but also obviously a, a challenging test, right? So uh, I'm really excited. I, I think we should get into the draft. 
we're going to start with the top of the board, obviously, right, Have So do we have the top of the board drop ready to roll? Oh, yeah. Top of the board. Golfers. Top of the board. All right. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to use, uh, I don't know, whatever fucking odds you have. I don't really care. We're going to we're going to go ahead and we're going to do a draft. And we're going to do five-round draft. The first four rounds are anyone. The fifth round has to be someone, I think we decided 80 or or 80 or worse, right? So this is made probably more like a top 20 bet, but just a long shot that we're that we're interested in. Um, and the way that it is scored is it's your odds times your your winnings, right? So Colin, whatever, 20 to one, he wins a million, boom. That's 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 how uh the, the thing is scored. So that's that's kind of what we're looking for. So we're just looking for the value, right? We're looking for guys who can win and, and the best numbers out there. Haven, who went? You went, you went first last, and this is snake, by the way. Like we're not doing that bullshit, like where you come back and the, no, 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 no. If you're last, you get the second. You get, you get, you get. You know, uh, is it one, three, and two, one? Okay, <laughs> so that's what we're doing that. Haven, do you want second? Because obviously our guest is going to start. Do you want the second pick or do you want the third pick? Third. You want the third pick? Yeah. Okay. You want? Oh, I see what you're trying to do there. Hold on, that changes all my shit here. I gotta reestablish <laughs> this real quick. All right. I mean, without further ado, let's get out. Let's get after it, Ryan. What are we looking at? Man, this is pressure. Uh, the strategy and trying this to is, understand. This is the best value on this board to win this golf tournament. Uh, and we're using Bet Online, and I'll verify that the uh, the number that I have is the the number you guys have before yeah, you get fired. Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna also have bookmakers, so I'm gonna give you the best of the of either of them. Okay, we'll just, okay. We'll just give give the best one. Uh, I'm gonna start with Hideki. Fuck off. <laughs> feel good about the pick feel good about decky jesus man look form is a fickle bitch but uh he is coming in with form right i mean 62 on sunday t3 finish we hadn't seen him since augusta uh, 25 to one yeah i'll take 25 yep let's do it i gotta i booked him at 33 on monday morning i know Dang. some people have some 40s out there on decky um absolutely circa was hanging like a stupid number love it yeah I agree. I, I'm sorry. Don't uh, continue. Just give me give me your full decky breakdown so I can disagree with everyone because this is my first click in this entire thing. If there's a 30 out there and it, it, those need to be gone, like if, go find it. They cannot be there. It's, yeah. a, it's unreal that he is 30 anywhere. It has to be more like 25 and even 25. I'll take it. I, I think I think he needs to be 20. So go give me your decky case because I'm not even going to add anything to it. Yeah, I'm looking. There's not much left out there. Some uh, most of it's baked down. 25s, DKs down all the way down to 20, which is crazy. Jesus. But yeah, I, I mean, heard, I heard a, a sharp guy who's been on this part podcast, uh, uh, Sherry uh, Sherry Wolf, is heavy on him this week too. By the way, it's a good place to be. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, Decky, give me the case. I, I think you could bet him into like the teens. Honestly, I, I, I love him here. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, Let, I mean, like, so I think that a lot of times the narrative is that he is a a bad short game and. What gets lost in there, he's just kind of a, a high variant putter yeah. um, around the green. And like a guy that I know, again, we were going back, like New said, we're talking about Augusta being able to pick it clean around the green. He is an in- incredible around the green player. So mm-hmm. the putter has actually been fairly strong for about 18 months here. Uh, again, bent grass greens, pure bent, by far his best surface. Uh, so again, if you have any concerns there putting wise, Distances in play, he can, uh, you know, he's actually fairly accurate off the tee as well. So you're really not having any holes in his game. And I love seeing him roll out of 62 and taste a little bit of Sunday smoke, even at Craig Ranch. So I uh, love Decky's number. 
Yeah, there's nothing I can add. He, I think he's, I don't know, he's my favorite pick. I mean, I, I just think that that's just a completely wrong number. There's no reason why like a Xander or a, or a Zal should be anywhere near him in terms Agreed. of ability to win this golf tournament. So I agree. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh, my God. That was going to be my guy, obviously. Uh, but look, I mean, anyone who's listening to this podcast knows if I get Colin Morikawa at 21, 5 4, Anywhere Colin Morikawa is twenty to one, I'm just uh, twenty one to one. I'm just I'm automatically on him. Um, you know, a, one co- a course comp here, Congaree did fine there. I think he won, right? Uh, did fine at Augusta. Everyone wants to talk about his around the green issues. I have no issues with that because he's going to hit every fairway and he's going to hit the most greens in this entire field, right? So can he get up and down a couple of times for some tight tight lies? I, I'm confident in him doing that. You can't. You don't just strike the ball well and then like not be able to to chip it well from from these tight lines. I actually think he has more problems with with, with chipping from uh, you know from like actual rough. So totally fine with Colin here. Again, you're looking at like uh, uh, I mean Cam Smith is obviously very good. Spieth, Colin. I mean uh, Colin has you know more. It's two majors and a WGC when Spieth is winning like like Heritages and, and Texas Opens. They're the same price. Rory. Again, same kind of thing. Major records, you know, Colin has, has, has done everything he needs to do to be up there with the top guys. 21, I'm taking Colin at 21 all day long, and I don't give a fuck about his around the green stuff, and that's what everyone wants to care about. No, I'm good. That's the only thing that's boosting this price. If it if, if that wasn't it, I, I don't know why he's not with all the other guys. It totally is. It totally you know, is. And the one thing that I've, it's been sitting with me all day is the Royal St. George performance, and that's a spot where – you know that link style European golf, missing the greens if he so happens to do so. That's picking clean off of really short grass, and I'm trying to. Uh, gosh, I, I love him. I think he did okay there, right? He did okay <laughs> there. So like, this is again like one of those players where it's like, God, I am going to hate myself on Thursday afternoon because I feel like we'll know right away. I feel like yeah. we'll know by the end of Thursday if if that around the green noise is valid. Um, yeah, he's he's just terrific. It doesn't really matter if you don't miss a green. That's it. And that's, that's in his it. range of outcomes, right? I mean, and if you have to, if you have to hit spots and you have to hit quadrants, just give me the best iron player in the world. And, and he's going to hit these greens that are, or these fairways that are like, you know, you can park a, a fucking 747 down them. He's going to be in the fairway. So he's going to be able to nip. He's going to be able to control the spin. And he's the best iron player in the world. So I don't know. To me, he should be up there with, with all these guys considering his record at majors. I mean, he just, you know, come off a of fourth at Masters and we're, t- we're calling that a, we're calling that a concourse. And now he obviously wasn't in contention but he played well enough to to you know be at the top of that leaderboard so i love that and you know obviously i love him so there we go hey if you got two picks what's your first my first is the guy that could have won the masters and has no issues around the green yeah that's mr good. cam smith that's a good one. mullet business in the front <laughs> party in the back <laughs> 22 five zero to win uh 28th strokes gains t to green Fourth and putting, fortieth, or actually fortieth around the green, which is kind of, but is seventh in approach to the green, which I think is kind of Colin S. Sneaky, sneaky baby. So give me all the Cam Smith. Are you gonna have any Cam Smith exposure, Ryan? Yeah, how can you not? I mean, like, and for yeah, it goes to our point, right? How noisy, how how noisy is some of the around the green stuff? If if somehow Cam Smith is checking in at fortieth around the green and any any sample size, like that's. That, this guy's a wizard around yeah. the green, right? Like that's kind of why we used to be a guy that I would never play because he relies so much on some of he that. He couldn't magic. hit the ball. He couldn't yeah. strike it. Right. <laughs> it and like, insane. 
he's changed. It's like he and Fitzpatrick are guys that both have really kind of evolved and changed their mm-hmm. games. So they're guys that would never find their way on my card ever. And they've both kind of changed and cams has taken it to another level. So yeah, he's again, there were two guys on Friday afternoon that were viable to win the masters. That was it. Right. It was, that was it. And it was cam on whole three. On, there were two guys yeah. <laughs> on, the, on, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, if we're talking comp courses, we're talking the ability to, to pick it clean around the green. You have to love camps. And then he'll just, it, on pure bit, I mean, I'm sure he's like licking his fucking chops at these things. Like he's probably, I mean, you know, the best, I mean, we saw what he did <laughs> winning the players where he just made everything he could possibly look at. Like it was insane. Yeah, I, I love Cam Smith. He's on my card. I was lucky enough to find a 50 way back in the day. Oh. So it's kind of a cheating. It's a glitch. But I think 22 is totally fine. I, I like. I mean, what's the difference between Cam Smith and Rory at this point? Why is why is Rory 14 and he's 22? I don't know. Uh, to me, that doesn't Give me make a head to sense. head. That'd be a sweet. Give me like plus 150 on a head. Yeah, what's that? that you're right. <laughs> I would love that. Because you know Rory's just going to shoot like a – he's going to come out slow. Yeah, and we'll talk. We can talk about the guys we don't bet later, but like he's gonna come out slow and he's gonna, you know, shoot in the 60s three days in a row and never, never hear from him again, right? So, uh, I love that. I'm on him. Uh, I would bet him there, totally fine with that. Yeah, we have hey, Cam you got one a, more? a bent positive guy, um, you know, slightly, but again, slightly, but his baseline is so much higher than everyone else's, too. So, you're giving him a bump, uh, on bent when he's an above average putter, anyway. It's you know, lights out. Yeah, I agree. Hey, have you got another one for me? You know what, man. Oh, God, this, I'm gonna regret this. I already know. But tell me you're going I'm, DJ 30 to one. I'm please. taking Xander. Oh, get was, out of here. Who is showing a little bit of form? I got a funnier 20. Okay, so this is interesting. I'm just interrupt you really quickly because this means you're not the only guy on Xander. Because you go to a book, uh, a square book at Bet Online, you're getting 25 to one, a quote unquote sharp book. At bookmaker, this motherfucker's at sixteen five. Wow, like he—that's steam. That's someone who is probably Finally smarter believes. than us. No, I don't understand. Hey, but they just have more money than us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what moves lines. A lot yeah, of money. That's true. Twenty five to one. I can understand. I mean, if you're looking at, uh, I think it's sixteen. You're not ever doing that, right? I got a question. Because okay. we're always talking about steam. When it comes to outrights, how many times has the steam been right? Let's go through that over the years. Hmm. I would say that's a good question. Less than five percent. I mean, I know Scotty didn't take any because he was already. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I, look, Xander at twenty-five is cool. Xander at sixteen. I don't know how the hell is he at sixteen at bookmaker. I mean, he's below Morikawa. I mean, he's the same as JT, Spieth, DJ. Maybe they don't get a lot of golf action. Somebody puts like five k on the on the, on. The, yeah, I don't at, know. At their Remember, they're trying to. It's called bookmaking. Balance. Do you have Chris yeah. open, right? Do you have Chris by chance open? Yeah. Quick? I'm uh, wondering where he's at there. I know we had talked about that earlier. Let me see. Uh, what is it giving me here, Chris? Chris is giving me different odds. That's okay. Xander, uh, give me your Xander case real quick while he looks that up. What do you think about Xander? Why, why Xander? This dude hasn't won in, since fucking Obama was the president. <laughs> hey. What'd you say? Give me your Xander take. He hasn't won since Obama was president. Oh, easy, buddy. All right. <laughs> well, I'm I, I'm I'm seeing glimpses of a guy who performs well in hard at, at big events. True. And when I see a guy who has his name in the running like over and over again, his number is not egregious. So I I think for the value 
uh, and the the recent form, these hidden greens, which I like. The putter is coming around. It's not it's not where I want it to be. But Why do you miss the cut at the Masters? Dead play. I don't know. I uh, look, I gotta push back. Uh, Twenty five is fine. This sixteen is just fucking stupid. And this is the same shit. I mean, these uh, someone has someone just loves this dude because this is like the stuff that we were arguing about like two years ago, right? Hey, like, why is he here when other guys are? Uh, are you are you really gonna tell me? And again, I understand no one's betting at sixteen. It got bet to a sixteen, right? So I get that. But I mean, were you betting? You're betting Xander at twenty or more Kyle at twenty? Like, oh, there's no question there. But somebody chose. Yeah, right. So, anyways, find find twenty five sixteen is is insane, and that's whatever. Twenty eight twenty eight domestically at Fanduel and points bet. Right. So you're kind of seeing a little pushback there. I, I don't. I think that's something interesting. I, we might have to talk to this, people smarter than us on that one because that's a huge. That, that might be the biggest swing. That's a between, big you know, quote unquote sharp, and then and then your 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 uh, your square books. Interesting. Okay, my next guy. Man, gosh, he's so. He's, he's, I wanted to bet him there. I don't want to bet him there anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Um. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, pa- I'm gonna pass on the guy that I was gonna take, and I'm gonna move to a different guy. I'm taking Shuka Shane, Shuka Shane Lowry. Give him oh, to yeah. me. Thank you. Forty to one at uh, currently forty to one at bookmaker, four five five zero. So that's Shuka Shane. Look, this is the same guy, kind of like uh, Fitzpatrick and, and Cam Smith, Ryan, the, the guy who is just we, – we think of him as a as a, a scrambler, right? A guy who's like a putter and a chipper, right? Right? With British Open, he was getting up and down from like Mars. It was like crazy. Yeah, what you he was see doing. the weather? Windy guy. Like, we want him in the wind. He grew up right. in Ireland. and just – apparently, Ireland is the windiest place ever. I don't care about all that shit. I care about the fact that he gained – 8.5 strokes on approach at the Heritage. Third at the Masters. Who knows? My guess is probably getting an approach. 12th at the Valspar. 4.5 strokes on approach. 3.9 at the players. 6.8 at the Honda. Now, again, that tells more of the story than it does about future. But that kind of consistency, in, that's like elite, ultra elite ball striking, right? Like when you're getting eights, fives, and sixes in a round, that's not, I mean, that's like wild iron play. Like we're talking like JT level, you know, touching on the Morikawa level. And we already know what he does with the putter. I mean, he, he's a wizard to that thing. And we yeah. know he loves those tough conditions. I'm still a little mad at him at the Honda where all you had to do is make a birdie on the par five and he makes a par. Uh, was on him there, a little pissed Same. at him. Thought that, you know, when the rain came, I was like, I was like, I was thinking of myself like Bane and like the uh, Batman, where he's like, oh, I was born in the darkness or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> I was ready for him to like make an eagle there or some shit, right? <laughs> That's okay. Save that. Get my money now. Forty to one. Again, uh, you look at some of these prices. It's like, okay, Xander's at sixteen or Lowry, right? Zal is is a shorter price. He, he's right around the same price as Hovland, who has never won a real golf tournament. So just give me the guy who has a major. He has a WGC and he loves those tough conditions. Ryan, any uh, any impression on on Lowry? Yeah, I mean, you know, even more so than, you know, strokes game data. If we're just talking finishing positions, those are obviously very descriptive and don't tell you really any story. But you re- look at this guy's run. Look yeah. at these finishing Insane. positions. Two, 13, 12, yeah. 3, 3. I mean, outside of you take away the match play, T35, all the strokes gain finishes, you know, 24th, 14th, 2nd, 13, 12, 3, 3, 13. Like, he's just in the mix. And as you said, if you look at his profile year over year, he is up 
across the board yeah. in every strokes gain metric. Um, the putter is running really hot. You mentioned the irons are impeccable. Uh, I believe he is tops in the field of proximity from over 200 yards. And we're going to have that this week. Even he's if so you're big, right, he's just yeah, big, you know, even if you're right <laughs> and he, and he's like, we are playing shorter than normal. Yeah. You're going to, you got like what you have three par threes that are like 215 yeah. to one, one of them like 250. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a couple of par fives up over 600 yards. You're going to have these shots in play. And this guy has been impeccable with that this season. So basically doing it any style of track, right? Like T you know, solo second at the Honda T three at the heritage. Like yep. those are not like that. You're talking about, I don't care where you're rolling me out. I'm going to compete and he's getting it done. I mean, uh, love that play. Love and that I number. I love the guys who have, who have won those tournaments before. Like, there's yeah. no more bigger pressure on him than winning a tournament in his home country. Not Ireland. Northern Ireland. Like, like where they've never had this thing, right? I, and so when he's down the stretch, I, I really feel like you can, you know, when you've been there like that, you can, you can, pull, you can pull from there. I don't see him, uh, let, uh, you know, I don't see him letting up. And obviously playing well at the Masters helps too. So, all right. Ryan. All right, this is tough because I, I want to get some down. Do it. So I also think that like there are you know two guys at the top of the board that I really love, and I just think that they win. And if you they win, that probably is going to help me uh, do pretty well in this contest. So I'll start with Justin Thomas. Um, okay, you're seeing 18. I see eight. Yep, I see 18. Okay, yeah, I grabbed. I got a Fanduel was floating a 19 earlier. Grab that 19. I mean, That's again, number, yeah. we we know the case for JT, right? There are two guys in this field over the past 50 rounds that rank inside the top 10 in both strokes gained around the green and strokes gained approach, which we've kind of, regardless of what you think those are going to be viable this week, it's Scotty and JT. Yeah. Uh, he has been right there so many times this season and just hasn't got there. You know, if you had like an expected win, like, there's no way he hasn't no God. won yeah. based off of his, you know, his play so far. So again, was Craig Ranch a great thing for him to do? He doesn't typically go and play the week before major, but I think he, he needs a win. Like, yeah, he needs a win. Like I think he wanted to still get that win, and I think he felt pretty good about showing up, competing, uh, almost getting there, seeing some birdies drop, and uh, you know being in the pressure on a Sunday. So and then you get outdueled by KH Lee. I'm just like, come on, man. I know speed that got was tracked down by him though. At least you know that, <laughs> what's like, that. Speed got caught. You know, Speed had a three-shot like, lead. Come on, man. Like, those two guys are, are very interesting because, like, I mean, they're super live here. I mean, this is like, you know, I, I, their game fits this place perfect. But then I you mean, just got you just got digged down by K.H. Lee. Like, excuse my friends here, but, like. <laughs> no, I think dig down is fine to say. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, he literally was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to beat both of you, even though you're ultra elite. And I'm good on TBC courses. It's like, what just happened here? Well, I, love this. I really wish something. I really wish I could. I, I, I just I really wish he had just won that tournament and then he would easily, you know. My, so my problem with JT is that like, why can't he just flag shit on, on Sunday? He flags shit three days, like literally flags iron flags, and then all of a sudden he just stops flagging. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, where, where it, was it? Uh Valspar? Valspar was just Sunday. Right, like he didn't do much of anything, but nope. Sunday he was on fire, completely out of contention. Starts flagging, right? Yeah, <sighs> I don't I, look. I'm not. I don't hate it. Obviously, he's he's incredible. He hasn't won again since. God, I don't know. I, he those he frustrates me more than anyone because I'm a ball striker. I love those guys, and he's not even a bad putter. I mean, he gained three point three last week, right? Yeah. So it wasn't his putting to let him down. It was the fact that 
he well he couldn't get up and down from a fucking bunker and he left it in the rough that didn't help very much but also it's just like why don't you just flag things i don't know wide fair was helping too right because he's wide fair is helping for sure yeah I, I love jt i just yeah the number is interesting 18 is wonderful 20 yes he's down to like yeah 16 at uh at bookmaker so you know you're not the only one on him there i don't know fuck he pisses me off i'm tired of him yeah <laughs> You know, just, 14s across the board and a lot. He's, like a so, lot of man, he's just so fucking good. He should win way more. Right? He should. Frustrating. Okay. Give me, I, I don't have any problem with that, by the way. I love it. Actually, New Haven, I'm you just, were going to say something. JT? How many Koreans have won in Dallas? How many Koreans have won in Dallas? Are we talking like Colonial, too? Regardless. I'm telling you, bro. I have no idea. You should well, know. You know, clearly. Well, I'm just telling you that Koreans love to lit they like that's one of their central hubs because oh really oh and it's easy to get to both coasts that's a it's a pga tour thing by the way that makes sense but anyway being a houston guy you would know that i would know this not to mention that uh good barbecue there korean barbecue Mm, so delicious Korean barbecue? No, you don't go to Houston for Korean. No, you Dallas if there's good if there's Koreans there you gotta have good Korean barbecue barbecue. (laughs) but what's his name son uh, Sung Sung Kang, I believe, won there at a ridiculous number, like twenty eight to minus twenty eight or some shit. I think you're right. And he almost won in Houston. Yeah. So there you might want to be looking at Koreans. Okay. They love some tech. They love some South. Okay. Uh, making making notes. Strong corollary courses there. <laughs> there we go. All right, you All right. get you get the wrap around, Ryan. Where, where we at? Round uh, three. Again, we mentioned form is a fickle bitch, but the form for Patrick Hanley is pretty yeah. solid. I'm gonna go with Patrick Hanley. Uh, again, like really nice spot at, at Harbortown, solo second to JT, and, and probably should have won that. And then he and Xander just blew the doors off of Zurich. Everyone, um, no one even thinks about that, right? They literally, yeah. and they, you know, it, they, wow. part of it is it's, he's tied to Xander, and that was like the most Xander like win ever, right? Buds. Like yeah. they go like they go to the fucking they go to like uh like Napa and do wine tasting together. That's why like, we didn't bet in that week because we we're talking <laughs> about like their their girls are just like trying to hang out, so they're yeah. just trying to cut the weekend down. They yeah, want to they just, like they spend their the weekends bayou. together. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're gonna have some beignets and they were gonna have some wine and like we did not think that they were gonna compete, and they went out and just absolutely just blew the doors off of everyone. So well, not to mention the Ryder Cup where they just fuck everyone up there too. So I mean, you know. I, they're never. I mean, that's a team that they they'll, they'll be in the Ryder Cup together for I don't know ever. Like they yeah. have at least a good ten years together, right? So, oh yeah. No, yeah, I love anyway. Yeah. So that was I was gonna grab him at my my pick, but he's been steamed everywhere. Yeah. Like he's in the eighteens now, right? Like we were grabbing twenty twos at the beginning of the week. You have a number on him? I got a twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have, I think he's gonna. I think he's like, in the mix to win, right? So right. So here's my here. Let me push back a little bit on him, real yeah, quick. Of course, he's never competed in a major ever. No, I like think he's like, never what? even been on the leaderboard. He's never been a Sunday not true. showing. Isn't not that true. Weird? Not true. What do you mean? Yes, it is. Masters. When? Masters when Tiger won. Was he? Mm. Well, I mean, he, like there was a lot of guys there. Tiger beat Tiger literally. If you look you at the guys say, that Tiger I'm beat, just, off I'm just telling time. you when he was there. Did he really? <laughs> what did he finish there? Like uh, Masters when Tiger won. Got the lead. Then Tiger came back and smashed him. T9. The 19, right? He finished yeah. ninth. Fine. Okay. Sure. But he was there. Like, it was, I mean, they finished T9, but I'm telling you, he was, like, in the mix, like, legitimately. Okay. Yeah, so outside of that, uh, in the PGA that, you know, a couple of months later, that those were his only top tens Yeah. at, at uh, at major. So, yeah, totally fair. 
But you know, I'm not really worried about it because he also has a tour championship and won a fucking FedEx event. So it's like, and you know, USAM and number one amateur, like you know, he has a pedigree. But pedigree's there, right? I just so like, why oh, the hell he hasn't been better at majors? It's just I, I agree, and I think it's fair. I think that there's something you bet to on that. Him? Did I bet, bet on him in a major? I bet on him. Yeah, well, I, I got him at thirty uh, twenty-eight. Ooh. You know what they say? Long time. Fool me once, strike one. <laughs> but fool me twice. Strike three. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me the George Bush. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me again. again. <laughs> so I, I, I'm on Cantlay. I just, I, just, I, just want, I wish he was just better. In the better. I agree. So what I'm kind of going on here too is I like the form. And then to your point, we talk about the FedEx run. If you kind of look at his, his logs historically, he's very streaky, right? Mm-hmm. So like, again, we don't know when the streaks stop. We don't know when they start. But I like the form that he's coming in on, and we've seen when that putter gets going, oh. it is white hot. And again, an above-average putter who loves these pure bent greens. Number so, one in the field putting bent in the last three years. So again, just you know, some of those buying signs are there, and I yeah. think that he is one of those guys that is better than the narrative that he hasn't done anything in a major, although that is absolutely factually correct. For sure, for sure. Well, I'm on. I'm on Cantlay, uh, and I'm on deck. You, you basically have taken all my guys here. I'm, I'm trying to like fill out my card, but look, I'm not on this guy as an outright. But I'm seeing thirty to ones for Dustin Johnson, so mm. I'm going to go ahead and grab that. Just based on pure absolute skill of a golfer, we haven't seen him do really all that much. Uh, you, you know, this year, other than a, 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 like, I feel like he fooled us at the match play. Like he played really well. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, Got me and, to bet him at the Masters. That's for damn sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we see. And then he, it's you know, okay gets 12. to be wrong at certain numbers, guys. Just, and so at 30 to 1. It's okay to be wrong at bet. I'm totally fine being wrong. Yeah, DJ, I'm DJ, 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 at his peak, you have to, you have the thing is still ultra elite, obviously. I mean, it's not like he forgot how to golf. Ninth at the players, whatever. I mean, I have no idea what that was. I, I just, I just think now it's just a number. I don't really have much statistics back to back it because I think, you know, we look at like MC at, at Riv, which he has won there. Like, you know, like kind of a weird situation. MC at the Heritage. Uh, why are you missing the cut at the Heritage? Why are you getting 59th at the, at, at the Byron Nelson? Like on the easiest golf course ever created. Why did you shoot like 62 at the players on the last day when it didn't matter? I, I have no idea where this guy's head is. He might be fucking done. Like he might just be like, you know what? I've made my money. I've won. I've won the Masters. I'm out. But thirty to one again. You kind of have to bet pedigree, right? And when I look at the guys sprinkled around him, I would just rather have him and and, and trust the fact that he is an elite ball striker. And he's turned into like a weirdly good putter, not recently, but has that has earlier in the season. And I'm just gonna take the thirty to one as like basically just a value bomb. I don't really. I don't think. I don't know. That's just. I have other guys, but 30 to 1, DJ, talk me up. <sighs> now I have to go bet it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not ready to say he's done. I mean, it no. hasn't been great, he's- but like, you know, he, I can't imagine he had a lot to do with the wedding planning, but, you know, maybe he just likes to have that on the back burner now, you know, move forward, get focused. I still on think DJ. he's one Why of those. Do we ever think we're getting 30 on DJ in a major? No. I think it's not like he's not going to like say it like Brooks did, but I think maybe at this point in his career, to your point, maybe he shifted that mindset of like everything is to fine tune for the majors. 
Yeah. I don't know that a 59 at Craig Ranch is that, but again, it was you know better than than nothing. The putting was just really poor last week, but uh, no, you're right. 30 he is four, 30 he is lost good. four strokes on yeah. fucking literally the flattest greens ever. So, I don't know, but man, I I don't know. That, that's just a number play. I'm not even going to bet it, but you that, you just can't hang 30. I I just don't think you can hang 30. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you got two picks. Let's go. Well, I'm going with my main man. El Chaco, Joaquin mm. Neiman. Mm. I got a little song. My boy. <laughs> Stuck boy. on you. And I keep on losing all of my money. Yeah, I just keep. <laughs> and I'm going again. <laughs> oh. I just, I cannot <laughs> quit this kid. I That's can't either. Uh, you have a great voice. I cannot quit this guy, and I know he withdrew from New Orleans, but the finishes have not been horrible since Genesis. You know, 22. Except last 35. week where he literally just couldn't fucking do anything. 25th. Yeah. He, he's, he withdrew from New Orleans because he and Mito did what we thought Xander and oh, Caleb Oh, they went hard, do. huh? They So what we found out that he... Wait, how do you... Like, hold on a second. Where, do, can you name your sources on this? Hold on a second. Wait a minute. So Breaking they live together. They live together during oh, wait, they COVID. they live together? For COVID, Mito, his girlfriend, and... Uh, oh, I think some other shit's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. So I think that they were just like, you know what? Let's, 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 call, it, sandwich, if you know let's call it and hang. And they just, they hung out. They just hung they, out. They just kicked it. In their, just they kicked find it. them in the fucking, the French Quarter. They were having, uh, whatever, who's down there? Uh, you know, trying to think of the, the chefs that with the accent. That yeah, uh, Emerald. Emerald Man. Lagasse, you know. Yeah, they were eating all the good stuff down there. Uh, drinking the hurricanes. New Orleans? What's that? You think he's ever been to New Orleans? Maybe not, but maybe they're looking to go back annually. Just go hang out. <laughs> so, so his his smoke show Chilean blonde girlfriend from the TOC that basically cost him that golf tournament. Mito, who I mean, I don't know. If you're a professional golfer, you're probably pulling whatever you want. Oh, and they just have just this big old fucking just party fest. It's like a bachelor party, basically. With uh they talked it, about spending. This is a, awesome. They I were, love this they, guy like, now. Just spend time eating ice cream during COVID, and they hit balls in the backyard, and they just were like, "They're hey, just kicking it." Where do you know? Were, were they living again. in like like Santiago, or were they in like that? I don't know, but I do know that this is a, a very tight group, and they they sandbagged That's it. Fun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I fucking love these guys now. I I, I already love Mito. You kidding me? He's only my favorite. Oh, Mito's amazing. I love him more now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, he. <laughs> I, I, did he go out on Saturday night uh, last week? Because Sunday he was so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he couldn't. Uh, I, I mean, I was on him. So I was hoping that he could just go bonkers like he did at Riv. But, you know, hey, if you win at Riv, you just win anywhere, in my opinion. I totally think that's, agree. you yep. know, So I, I think that's a, uh, yeah, and you're getting him at 50, excuse me, 50. I think, right? Is that the best yeah. thing you can do for Sneaky, you? long. We talk about, again, low ball flight. If, if wind is a problem, yeah. you know, being able to keep it down and still be long is, is really nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he was I just... watched his ball speed at, at uh, Riviera. He is legit. He's yeah, legit. He it. Gosh, I, I Ryan, that's the best story I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you're up. Hey, if you got one more. I'm going. Then we're going, then we're going bomb on bombs. I'm going to take Victor Hovland. No, you I'm, are, huh? I'm gonna take Victor Hovland. Okay. I'm sure okay. Twenty-eight to one, Hovland. Give me your Hovland case. 
Other than uh, that, he's like the second best ball striker in this entire field. Yes. Stros <laughs> Gain T to Green. I love it. I love the fact that he does have a tournament, even though you don't consider him a real a real one. No, he's never won a real golf tournament. Okay. <laughs> Third in approach to the green. 48th in putting, which is all you need to do is basically average. 27th total T to Green. Give me some hobbling. I think it's his time. And if I'm not mistaken, went to school in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny narrative because, like, there's no fucking way that, that that Southern Hills is letting Oklahoma like college kids play their golf course on a regular basis. This is not happening. That'd be like that'd be like uh, like like uh, my good buddy went to uh, USC and LACC's down there, and they could play LACC once a month. Like that was really what it was. So you see, LA can play Riv. They can play Riv. They they play Riv all the time. Yeah, he played Riv. He he tells me a story about he was at he was at Riv and uh, on the backside of the driving range and there's a bunch of secret servicemen around and there's this guy just hitting golf balls the wrong way. And he went to school there in like the, like, like shit, uh, like the late nineties, early two thousands. And there was a bunch of people around and a guy hitting golf balls the wrong way. And so they kind of turned him around, got him squared up. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? This guy's just hitting golf balls anywhere he wants. Like what the hell's going on? It was Ronald Reagan. <laughs> he was just sitting there just banging balls. Like, had, I mean, he had no clue where he was, obviously, at that point, you know. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. That's my rib story. But anyways, um, so, yeah, uh, there's no connection to, like, playing at Oklahoma State and, and like, Southern Hills, in my opinion, anyways. But so this is, like, this is kind of like he's, like, calling, but, like, worse at around the green, right? Yeah. That's, it's just that's a weird it. situation. Like, do we care? Like, at the, so I care that Colin is is bad, and that, or I don't care that Colin's bad, but I care that Victor is bad. Like, ah, very good. Yeah. Here's what I care about: <laughs> is that his best finish in a major is as as a fucking amateur. Like, that's what I care about. Like, he's twelfth at I believe Pebble, and he's never been able to be better than that. Which is kind of strange because I, I think his his game should fit that because he hits the ball straight and long and hits his irons great and Probably not a even a terrible putter. He's just bad around greens, stats, but. Like what? Like, gosh! I mean, he, him and him and Cantley are very similar to me in that. Like, they just have never been there in a major, and that's probably why I'm getting twenty-eight to one. I don't know anything. Anything on Hovland, right? Because I think he's going to be a guy who wins this thing. I'm gonna be like, fuck. Yeah, I thought coming in that we we're you know, going to get that narrative a lot, and that, yeah, I do think that when we've got a better feel for the course and how guys have talked about it playing, I do think that that around the green stuff has been magnified so much that he has been kind of left for dead some here. Value there. There's some value there because just like Colin, if, you know, if he's dialed in T to green, it just doesn't matter because he's got the distance. He's not missing anything. No. He doesn't have to worry about chipping very much. So and maybe to your point at the very top, James, is that like, if it's a very different chip, right? We're talking about picking off the short stuff versus fighting through the rough around the green. Maybe that is a little bit of a different skill set that strokes gained around the green isn't telling. So that would be the case that I would make. Um, again, I think it's kind of more of a DFS thing. Like, if you you know play DFS, I think you make some teams with Morikawa and Holland together because I think they're going to be less owned than you would think because people are worried about those two things. And if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter for both of them. You're going to get some benefit. Like, Holm is another guy too, right? Baby. Right? Ugh. Skill yeah, stacking. This is why you own companies that, that yeah. around this thing. Holm is the same, right? You're stacking skill sets because yeah. Homa dialed in everything else, just kind of like middling, below average around the green. But again, like, it doesn't matter. You can win at Riv. You can win anywhere. Yeah. So 
um, you know, from a betting standpoint, he's going to be a guy that I just hold my breath and hope I'm I'm wrong or I'm right uh, and not wrong. But uh, yeah, would I be would I be surprised if he just goes out in his electric tee to green? No. Yeah, he's I still come to be wrong, and that, that really makes me mad because I just I, there's no I just can't fit him in anywhere. That's the problem. It's like you know at that number. It's like it's like I uh, just there are guys around there that I like better. Like this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and knock this one out as my last guy. I'm going Brooks at forty five to one. And there's fifties out like there. I'm a smoking, please. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm a, uh, what we are looking at is forty five five zero. They're fifties. Look, it's still fucking Brooks Kepka. All right, and it's a guy who who last year just a year ago well you know he lost to Phil, which is like. Kind of sucks, but Phil won. He didn't really lose. Phil won, right? It's true. Phil absolutely I keep telling myself that because I had a 50. Ball. Yeah. I have – I look, I had Brooks at that tournament. I bet him in every major. Lot, missing the cut at the Masters is really weird. And so and I, during – leading up to the tournament, I love watching the interviews of the players. I don't know why. Like, it's the Same. only time I do it. And I think you can find some weird little tidbits there. And, and Brooks's interview is interesting because he basically said that he was – he could not putt the golf ball. He was like, I was so messed up with my putting. He went back and watched himself putt at his winning majors where he won. And he looked at his technique. He's like, I was so far off of that. So I between the masters and now, he focused on getting back to his technique in that putting. He said it, it bleeded over into his striking. And he was just, he basically quit because he couldn't putt. And he couldn't. He, his putting stats were like, what the fuck is going on here? He was yeah. three putting everything. You know, and he's always been a very clutch putter. We know what he can do under pressure. I mean, think about it. If, there, if any of the players in this golf tournament are in the lead, in the hunt at the end, you know, on, on Sunday, turn making that turn. I mean, do you want anyone over him? I mean, maybe Tiger because he's a fucking lunatic, and you have the whole damn. <laughs> if, he, if he's playing that well to be there, I don't think I want anyone over him in terms of pure balls and ability to 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 close a golf tournament. And right. you know, we're getting we're getting forty five. Brooks. Again, your illogical approach to chess. I always talk about Zaltors. Will Zaltors is shorter, and he's never won a golf tournament before. I prefer to call it inspired. Xander hasn't won since uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, since COVID, and he's eighteen. Like what? I don't care about any of that. So it's so fucking retarded to have those guys way shorter than a dude who is like a complete killer at the majors. Throw out all the stats. You've always been able to do that. He's never played good at any tournament other than the majors when he was actually being good, and we're just forgetting about that. So fuck it, forty-five to one. I love that shit. I bet him at 53, so I gobble them all up, in my opinion. I'm not going to lie. It was very convincing. Um, well, I mean, what the fuck? Well, he's never been good at anything. Yeah. I, I watched the, I watched the pressure today, too, and I someone asked him about his betting number, and you could tell. They're like, you're 40 to 1. he gambled a little bit, too. He's like, he knew. He actually was like, kinda, it's actually kind of a good response. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, he's well, like, you know, if you know what it means, it means that people really aren't betting on me because, you know, otherwise I'd have, you know, my odds would be lower. So yeah. um, I think he does kind of have that fu where he kind of does find those ways to tell stories to himself to fire himself up so i, I again that Sam would be fucking like, burns is shorter like what are I we know. talking about here no i know like, like fitzpatrick i mean fitzpatrick had never won a, go- a pga golf tournament a pga tour golf tournament I, I, look and again i guess maybe he's hurt or i, I don't know man uh, I can't. I can't do it. Just give me Brooks, and I love it. And I, you know what? I think he's super live to win this golf tournament. Haven, give me your Brooks. You're out. You're out on them. Let's see shaking out with yours out. I have flaws. What are they? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I sing in the shower. <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> just listen. 
Ryan, don't fall for him, okay? <laughs> JD is just passionate, right? He's probably okay with the ladies, even though he's got the face of a grizzly bear. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he's just personality. Some hey, of they face, really love that stuff. I look I good know. on paper, okay? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't fall was... for it. Don't fall for it, I'm telling you. It's only Harvard. This is heartbreak hotel. Hey, you can't make a bad bet at a major at fifty to one for a multiple. He's won, he's won oh, five majors. You, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. The number is right. I'll give you that. The number is probably okay. I bet him at twenty five at the Masters. So like, I bet him at twenty five at the Masters. Of course, you double. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I know forty five here. But you double. It's it's been it's been six weeks. What are we talking about? Here's the thing. I love betting on guys that have never won golf tournaments before. I love just <laughs> pissing that money away, feeling really good about it. I'm going to get to your full card after we're done. Because If you're betting on Will's out, Taurus, I swear to God, Ryan, you're never coming on the show again. <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you my last pick then. I'm going to change no, it no, up. Go ahead, go ahead. You're up. You got the last one, and then we're going to the bomb. So get the, get the drop ready. But we're not yet. We're going to get one more. Give me Willie Z. So I have a bomb that I think the, my bomb has worked himself out of the threshold, and I like him so damn much, James. I almost want to give him to you now to make sure. I did that right. last week. I, uh, last year, I took I took Leisha at eighty eight, and he could have fed the bomb. So yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skip uh, the player who's never won a golf tournament who happened to miss the cut <laughs> last week, um, who does <laughs> show up God. at majors. He does show up at majors. I got a thirty eight on him. I feel pretty good about it. Um, who, who, who missed the exact same putt twice at Riviera to win the golf tournament? The exact same fucking putt, missed it twice. I am aware. I bet okay. on him that week as well. I watched that painfully I was as well in front of my family, and I had to pretend that it was just cool and I was just watching a golf tournament. I, mean, and, I, I mean, I feel like I would just be, I'd be the worst oh, father ever. Not great. It was not, <laughs> well, actually, I did it pretty well, I'll be honest. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it worked well a couple weeks ago. And Homa closed the deal, and I'm like, Ooh. "We're all going out for ice cream." They're yes. like, "Why?" I'm like, oh, "Let's just go." Things went really well today, so um, I'm seeing 76s on Cam Young, and I'm going to bet him. Wow, he's not won a golf tournament either, James. So Never. I like guys. Rookie, rookie. This time last year, 496th in the world, and I'm betting on him. To win at Southern Hills. Can we not just get like a top top twenty? We can. Yeah, top thirty uh, plus one fifty out there. Points bet. <gasps> Whoa, top thirty plus one fifty. Yeah, this guy hasn't had less than a top thirty in, in all year. Look where he's played and won, and we're in done well, right? And these are also very different golf courses. Coming in T three at Heritage, T two at Fargo, right? Those are his last two events. Yeah. He also has twenties at. He's such a good driver of the golf. Genesis Farmer Honda API. Big boy courses, big boy fields. Um, I think the PGA to has win. A... I like the number. I'm trying to play okay. the game. I think I already picked a winner with one of my first three. Okay. So I'm trying to cash in some value here. I think he's going to show up and uh, and play really well because I, I I just love. There's no holes. He's like third in around the green over the last 50 rounds. Like that's really good, regardless of how we want to talk about around the green. The irons are yeah. good enough. Off the tee is a weapon. He is uh, long and accurate. Ultra elite. Uh, he might be yeah. the best. They uh, PGA has a uh, – we don't hear it a lot. It's average distance to the hole after the tee shot, which I think is kind of a sneaky combination that captures a little that. bit more than just pure distance. He yeah. is by far the leader no on shit. tour. Because you have to hit so, straight. If you don't hit straight, you're going to be far away from it. That's right. awesome. I love that. So I just love the way he's playing. Again, yeah, it is a big ask. It is a bomb for a reason. But I think it moved out of the bomb range and, again uh, – 
it's it's definitely more buzzy than you know. There are safer guys at the board that are still up there that definitely have more win equity than a guy who's literally never won. Um, no one's picked Scotty Scheffler, who, who just rolled out of bed and wins. But uh, right. I like Cam Young, and I want to get him on the card. Let me give a. I, I'm not sure if you if you check the sharper books, but he has taken the most steam of any golfer. He's down to 52 at bookmaker. See, right. Yeah, so so I, you're, you you can go find your 80s, 76s, 70s, and know that somebody else. You're not the only guy. Yeah, those are. We've, we've seen some breakthrough PGA guys uh, back in the day. Uh, yep. Keegan Bradley comes to mind. Um, interesting. I, I would just rather have Homa at seventy-five. I love, oh, I love Homa too. But he's I mean, not I, fitting. He's not fitting this thing. But like that, that would be. You know, he's not eighty, I guess. But like seventy-five. I mean, Homa seventy-five is just like oh, no. I love Homa too. I mean, there is you know again. I think when you, it's not a good corollary course, but I think if this course does play difficult. And you already mentioned one of the guys. Um, the rough is going to be very different. But when you think of what we needed a couple of weeks ago to, to do well at Wells Fargo, yeah. it was long and straight, right? And you think at the top of that leaderboard, Max won um, and Keegan and Cam tied for second. So yeah. I think that that skill set is going to matter here. And, uh, you know, kind of like all those guys, to be honest. Yeah. Would you rather have uh, Young at 75 or Homa at 75? You'd have to go Homa just because he's. Yeah. You know, the guy actually has wins. Yeah, he's, you know, uh, again, has been around longer. But Cam just turned 25, I think, like a week or two ago. So okay. he's, you know, yeah. young For kid. rookie, shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> never played. So no uh, no I, problem there. And again, like the, the Homa thing, you're not going to have a huge fan. I'm not going to find yeah. me. Um, you know, I have a one. I have a one. I have a 110 to one from like right after he won. And I'm really happy about that. Because I think he's super live here. Anyway. I love uh, it. All right. You, okay. We ready for some bombs? We got three bombs. Have we got the bomb drop? I don't have the bomb drop. Come on, man. I could hey listen, man. That's I got 40. One. I got a 40. I got 40 drops. The man. bomb drop is the best one. I got the whole scene. I can arrest me now. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> okay. Ryan. Give me uh, a bomb. The bomb's gonna be key. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, okay. the bomb. The bomb is going to be Keegan Bradley. Keegan. Um, I love Keegs. I love Keegs. Some oh, guys yeah. don't like Keegs. Look at the last three. Who doesn't like Keegs? Show me that person. I will have a fucking argument. About, uh, uh, fuck that. Who doesn't like Keegs? Three straight T8s are better coming in. Like, what, what are we His talking about? T20, and a PG, former PGA champion. He's a guy that we're talking about. He's going to do he's, – he's set the precedent for Cam Young, right? Or maybe Will Zalatoris. Um, but these guys that just have – you know, can come out and just – get it done and they have never really done it anywhere else ranks inside top 20 in the last 50 rounds in around the green approach ball striking we want long and straight it's keegan bent grass by far he's actually above field average on pure bent in his career yep. the putter's actually been pretty decent so again like just the statistical profile that wow. we think is going to gel here is keegan bradley and I, I i know that there's he couldn't close it out against max a couple weeks ago but again, I think your 90s out there. I got 100 at MGM. Like, yeah. I, I think he can I win. Him. I love him. He can, yeah. He's he's completely alive to win this thing. Yeah. His putting is obviously very, very uh, totally uh, scary, especially on Sundays. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, him losing to Homa wasn't anything to do with his putting. He just got the lefts going. Like, he stopped moving his body and just literally was just arm swinging it under pressure, yeah. which is weird because, you know, one of the best iron players in the world is King Bradley. I love that. Uh, key, key top 20 to me is just just lock that in hey man homa totally fine with it i got really lucky on this one because key was gonna be my guy for this so you could you basically just swooped him up but fucking bookmaker has daniel berger at 80 to one 
Oh. And he fits. The, he he literally fits what we're saying. Daniel Burger eight to one. I, I, I'm just. I can't quit burger. Just like uh, just like you like can't quit bad vegan. <laughs> I can't quit burger. Eight to one is kind of a wild number for a guy who has like multiple wins on tour, right? In terms of uh, uh, the way that he strikes the ball, if it gets windy Friday, Saturday, or excuse me, uh, Thursday, Friday, he's a low penetrating ball play. He's a low bullet cuts. Just boom, boom, boom. Yep. And, and a guy who can absolutely get a, get it done around the greens, six point six on approach at, at the at the Heritage is to me that's all I need to see. Masters fiftieth, whatever, and he love he he does well at difficult golf courses. Played well at the Honda. He is a Bermuda guy uh, in terms of putting, but if he finds himself in the rough, he should have no problem with that. And Bermuda is like the hardest of all the. Well, I shouldn't say that the fucking shit down somehow. The Zoiza, Zoiza, yeah, yeah, that's just where they're from originally. That rough of stuff. But anyways, I don't know. I, I feel like you're getting a guy who who is one of the most elite iron players on tour, who uh, is, is plenty good with getting it up and down and scrambling statistics, which I think is going to be important, and hits that little bullet. Eight to one. I bet him – shoot, I bet him at worst. I bet him at 75. So, I mean, this is an actual bet for me, and I'm getting him as a, as a, as a bomb. I think he's completely live here. And, you know, the fact that he's won golf tournaments before it matters. I mean, how many guys out in this, this area have, have – our young have won, right? So yeah, uh, Burger's a guy for me, and uh, I think that number is just kind of crazy. It is. I'm not forgetting about him. I don't see anything other, uh, higher than 60s. 60s is the best that I see well, okay. um, in domestics. So like, okay, uh, Burger's just a dude that I bet all the time. I would jump on an Always. 80 right now. My betting, my outright card is full, but I would throw down on an 80. You know what I love about Burger? He thinks he should be yeah. 25, and so that's stuff, like, really yeah, yeah, he, he's, he was like. Fuck you! I'm like I am better than like, he doesn't care. He thinks he's that dude, and I love I love that. I love yeah. guys like that. Um, he's not scared of any. He's got that bulldog in him. Again, we're gonna get into like all like the you know gritty narratives around like you know the second baseman that like busts but he's, right. he's got all that like dirt dog in him. I, I like that about uh, <laughs> Chuck like Knobloch. That. Yeah, he's got all that like you know Dustin Pedroia in him. Yeah. So like yeah, um, yeah, and he, I love that he, about he, a guy. He, player he, at sixteen. That's why. Hmm. Is that a fuck? Well, dude, I, I mean, I don't know. I think I think he, he's just way more price. Like again, I mean, I, I'll take. <laughs> he just has more win equity than Cam Young does. Yep. And then you know that someone steamed in the fifty-two again. I understand you're not. No one's betting the fifty-two. Someone steamed in the fifty-two, but someone clearly bet him at eighty over Burger because Burger would be there, right? So, Fino. I mean, come on, man. I don't know. Just bigger. <laughs> I, I think it's a. I think it's a good number. Sixty, even sixties. I'll bet sixties. I have no problem with that. That's totally fine with me. So yeah, love Burger here. Um, I need some head-to-head matchup. Uh, action from him so yeah we'll see what that goes haven bomb what you got anything over what now it's 80 but you know we can we can 80 slide a little on that you just can't take max home that's, that's like the obvious one i think i'm gonna get bryson at, at 110 <laughs> billy horschel 25 125 i think i'm gonna grab some hv3 oh <laughs> your boy yeah for the brown okay. for the brown republic <laughs> hey man, he was showing some form there for a minute. I know he, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go wild card on the bomb. And if he gets a top five, I might just win this one. You're getting him at you're getting him at eleven five zero zero. That's a good one. But he was showing guy, some form, huh? His form is nice. And then when the rocks 12s while they're playing is is in my book. Um He's moved off the 11s. He's rocking the 12s now, but he still looks good. It's worked. A couple top fives for him. So 23rd at um, the Masters. Yeah. 
Third at Heritage, seven point six on approach is wild. Yeah, I love it. Would that? I mean, would that not just make your day, Evan? Ah, oh, my God! <laughs> I've got a I quarter chub right now. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let me give the roster. Are you guys ready here? We're not done. We're going to talk about some guys that we haven't talked about yet, for sure. Ryan, Decky, twenty-five. Cantlay, eighteen. JT, eighteen. Young and Keeg, seventy-six. You went. You went. Uh, stars and Scrubs on us. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think it's disrespectful, but I'm not sure. But I, I <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, under, you know, I'm trying to relate it to fantasy football, right? Yeah, no, I did. I uh I, I got guys on my card. These guys I'm actually betting, I'm invested. Okay. Um so I, like I feel it. like yeah, I mean I do feel like the win equity at the top makes a lot of sense. And uh yeah, yeah I mean, we're gonna get your card in like just right right after this. I went uh my son Morikawa, Sugar Shane at 40. I just love I love Shane. DJ, not betting him at all, but 30 is just kind of wild. And I, I think it, him, gosh, I think him and Hovland are two guys that I really feel like when they, like, win this, I'm going to be like, fuck. Uh, I knew it. You know, like, really, those are the two guys where it's like, I, you can't bet everyone. And, and I think DJ and Hovland are the two guys where I'm just going to be like, well, I don't have any exposure. I didn't fade him. I don't have any exposure. Brooks at 45, I love, I bet that. And then uh, Berger at 80, which I bet him at 75. Haven, Cam Smith, love. Xander, I'm giving you 25, even though he's like 18, a bookmaker. I think you get 20-plus everywhere, so I'm going to give you that. Thanks, James. Yako. <laughs> I, I, so disgusting. And you got my Hovland and HV3. Ryan, I need your full card, please. Uh, top of the board, we got to 19 on JT. 19, okay. Um, Cantley, I got at 22 earlier in the week. Uh, 33 on Decky. Um, so good. Little tours. Uh, 38 on uh, <laughs> on on Willie Z. Did you hear my dog bark in the background when you said yeah. Little tours? That's either confirmation or <laughs> I should be scared. I'm not quite yeah, sure. He's like a octopus. He looks like he don't zoom in on Willie Z putting anymore. Can we? Can we just not like he's got he's a family? Got, like, I don't even know what that is. He's made it up and he's swipe. He's got like Billy Mayfair combined with an octopus. I think that's the best way to describe his playing stroke. Yeah. It looks like a one on one on man putting on pants. It's, it's not pretty. Um, but the ball striking is fantastic. Uh, uh, right. Very few who are better. Right. So uh, maybe a T20 is a better look for, for Will Z. Okay. Um, Cam Young, 81. Then yep. top 30 as well. And then Keegs is my last outright winner, uh, as mentioned. So, We've been outright too. Yeah, hundred and Keegs. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna have like top twenties on them too? Yeah, I took it. You know, I took Keeg at uh, a T forty to just oh, emotionally nice. hedge in case he's not even close. What is uh, uh, what's the number on that? I T40? got plus a hundred. Oh, shit. even money T forty. Even money. Just make you cut. Our, You're good. Are you? Is he in the chat? Who's that? Ryan. Uh, my my dog. I don't know. He's pissed Ryan, right now. Um, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I was going to know. Is he in our chat on Twitter? Um, all right. My card, I have Colin at 22. Cantley at 28. That was bet previously. Decky at 33. That was bet previously. 38 on, on uh, Lowry. Apparently, you can get 40. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. Cam Smith. Here's This is kind of the glitch of, of my card. Is I've, I, I grabbed a Cam Smith at 50 like, oh, like in, in January. Good for you. Yeah. Kind of stupid. So it, may, it makes everything a lot easier when you have that. Brooks 53, 
um, I think DK had him at like 50, like widely available right now on some of those uh some of those books. Burger 75 and Homa at 110 to one. I, I I love that. The only again, DJ and Hovland are two guys I think they're miss are, well, DJ's mispriced and Hovland. I do think it's just gonna be like shut the fuck up. I don't care about chipping, you're an idiot. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Right. DK does have Brooks at 55 right now. Yeah. Um, well, I so I, I was like worried about releasing it, but I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, if DK has a 55, I mean, that's just, that's just insane to me. So I don't know. So I, I gave him 53. I don't have DK, but I have a local that's 53. So I don't know. Uh, hey, any, uh, any guys that we haven't mentioned that you're going to be bet? You're going to be betting. Let me see here. Are you going to, are you going to fall through with your, your Xander 20, 25 to one? No. I'm gonna get him off. <laughs> just want to get him off the board. No, but I'm not actually going. gonna bet him. He was my second pick, but I'm actually not gonna bet him. Yeah. What the fuck? I think I'm Lowry is on my card. Okay, Neiman is on the card. Okay, okay, Yako, you're gonna get him. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you guys on Colin. That's pretty good okay. value there. Uh, you know, as usual, I'm a live better guy. Yeah, really wish I would have grabbed some of these earlier, but. I heard there was so many good numbers this week that, it, that some guys got worse numbers than they got earlier. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, a couple guys we haven't talked about. Um, I mean, Sky Scheffler. I mean, that just Scheffler and Rom at this point, we just can't bet them at those numbers, right? And why what, is Rom and Scheffler are they the same golfer? Like, are they like equal? It's a hell of a question. I mean, because we're getting one ten across the board. You can bet them, you know, as basically pick them. Obviously, you have to lay, you know, fifty two percent, but like. Are they the same? Look, Rom's getting no credit for winning in Mexico against you know the JV team, and he nor should he, nor should he, right? But uh, at least he, like, what would we do if he didn't win? Mm. Right? right? It was like what three fifty four to one, which is wild. Um, <laughs> a, a question that I want to ask, and I'm curious, especially for Have too, being a live better. When we kind of look at like the top of the board and guys that are going out early, and in. in the mindset is right where you can get a guy that is at the top of the board that maybe the books expect to do well. And if he kind of goes out really low, you can get a guy that hasn't even teed off at a better number. Right. So when you kind of look at like, we got Rory, Cam, Hovlin, Spieth, Xander, Decky, that's, those are kind of the guys that are out early at the very top of the board. Whereas like, you can get a better, maybe it's, it's Colin, JT, Rom, yeah. Scotty. Is there a guy that you're like, kind of looking at or what do you think was going to happen at the top where you can get a better number i don't really look at it that way i kind of just kind of make the card do you know the statistic of third round leaders converting to wins on tour sorry, don't you, you cut out i'm sorry do you know the oh he says he doesn't know yeah there are third round you know, conversions yeah especially excluding tiger woods yeah it's like yeah. it's like ridiculous like a, somewhere around like five percent or something like that. Wow. yeah Okay, so there's so much value. You make your card. I mean, if you just find a great number on a great player, so be it. But man, I mean, you get so much information just waiting till after the cut. You get a course. You get to see. Oh, this guy's already through. I don't have to worry about him missing the cut. Yeah. And I mean, you. I mean, James. I mean, James. I've told James so many stories of me just catching egregious numbers of guys, maybe like maybe three back and. The guy who's in the lead is his like I don't know HV threes had like three first round uh, third round leads, never wins. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's all this value underneath, even regardless of having like two three strokes, whatever it is. So 
No, I, I definitely think they overvalued. I remember this even this year at Pebble because I went to go watch. Like uh, Seamus Power was like like minus one ten to win the fucking tournament. Yeah, wild. And it was like, and he didn't even sniff. Any, like he he played the th- after the second round, right? And he was going to the easy cores and draw like seventy. And I'm just like, and I had a ticket on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's like minus one ten. I mean, I mean. 50, you're, you're, you're coin flip to win a golf tournament after two rounds? Like, what? Like, it's there's insane. so much going to happen. I, that live market is very beatable. I don't have the patience or the time. <laughs> like, I, I just – I like to get my guys in and then, you know, watch. And usually on Fridays and Saturdays, I'm playing golf or doing other things. So, it's a little bit more difficult for me to attack it. But if you really want to do well, I think the live market is, is pretty incredible. The one thing is, is that, like, especially to, to Haven's point, think about if you just – if you didn't bet – Anything at the players is waited until you actually saw what the fuck was happening with the weather because I got it completely wrong and I grabbed a Cam Smith and it's like oh like it just kind of like it all you know it, it, it was pretty simple C's parted the, book, and, yeah. the books had no clue they, they just they just priced it based on their outright based on their you know their original uh, forecast they didn't the weather draw to them was nothing right. And so I think, you know, especially in a golf tournament like this where, you know, the, the first two days, there's going to be weather. We think we know what it's going to be. We don't. Like, <laughs> none of us are meteorologists. Yep. We're just going off what the fuck they say, and they're always wrong, especially in Oklahoma. I think there's this is a, this is going to be a good live betting, live betting golf tournament. But you still got to grab those numbers that are just kind of wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you got to uh, – also, you also want to grab um, – you, you can get um, the waves, yeah. the head-to-heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's a that's a, that's kind of a big deal with information for sure. Oh, so that's yeah. you know, that's, that's how we uh, really make our bread and butter. Anyway, is better. Yeah. So. You have any? Do you have any head to heads? Your your eye in there, Ryan? Do you have it's, any head to heads? Uh, homework assignment first thing tomorrow morning. Um, more kind of we, you know, we get a little bit more uh, of a developed market, but uh, I do think the head to head market is interesting. I love in round betting. Actually, I think that is something that we have on the site that is. Um, Ten shoulders above is our guy Ron Kloss. PGA splits one hundred and one does yeah, he's, he's incredible work. Um, the round by round stuff. He's not. He runs some regression off of their putting baseline. On like okay. so, instead of just like looking, pulling up data golf and looking at okay, this guy was you know putted poorly. Maybe he's just a shit putter. Yeah. But like what's his baseline putter? What's his baseline putting on the surface? And then you know how do we look at that from a, a marrying that with strokes gains, uh, ball striking. And kind of comes up with a formula to like here's a like a, a big bright green buy in the matchups or three That's balls, really cool. and round two more than anything is oh, such yeah. a massive because you're gonna get those those scrap guys that are hanging around in those three balls, which again could be tough because they move those numbers so much. Yeah, it's incredible. Like it, it, like they think like one round actually matters. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, just like, like so much noise in the three balls. Like they'll hang. I mean, I can go. I can go look at uh, last week because I'll just rebet them. Like I'm like, okay, well, I'll rebet them when I have time, and I'm not like, you know, Fridays usually is me teeing off at noon and then playing golf and like drinking and being a complete idiot for <laughs> for the afternoon. So then, you know, by the time I have to put uh, you know round two plays in, it's just not happening, right? <laughs> so or I like your way my, better. I'm gonna be honest. James. It's all right. Uh, or just my everyday, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, like, for instance, I, I'm looking at last week. There were a couple here. So, I mean, so I bet I bet list at 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 20, at plus 20, plus 120. And then he came back at, in the second round. He was plus 135. All that happened was run, run, one round of golf, and list went from plus 120 to plus 135 after one round of golf. I, 
you know, <laughs> uh, I'm looking here. Norin plus one thirty five, and then I rebet him at plus one sixty second round. One round of golf, they change it from one thirty five to one. So like what? Like if you have an edge on the first round, and you're bet, I'm just rebetting it. Obviously, at the bigger number because what yeah. the fuck is eighteen holes of golf? I mean, this is super random. So there is a huge edge there. I don't have time to figure it out, but it sounds like and the PGA Tour guy, I love that guy. He's he's an awesome, awesome resource. Grinds his ball yep. for you guys to get him. He's yep. a, he's a beast. I, I I watch his tweets all the time, or I look for his tweets all the time. He's a good dude, but yeah. I think that's super interesting because you you'll just see like these drastic changes in numbers off of eighteen holes. Like it's eighteen holes. Silly. Like anything can happen in eighteen holes. Yeah, I think yeah. last week Lonto was like plus one eighteen in three ball round one, and we were on him uh, outright standpoint finishing position bets, and wasn't a great round, but he was okay. And then he was plus one fifty eight, okay, uh, oh and, and we just destroyed it. I mean, it was yeah. it, it well, almost made up for the week. To be Lee honest, Smith I mean, over over Piercy and Shank plus one fifty round one, plus one seventy round two. Yeah, <laughs> like, what the hell? So it's, yeah, it's I, I think there's something there, and that's awesome. It, it, shoot, more more reason to to follow the uh, the bet sports guys right there because that is some good stuff round around, and that's that's a lot of work though. That's the thing. That's a lot of freaking work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, he yeah. does it every every round. So it's awesome. uh, Dedicated, yeah, it's awesome. Dude. Yep. More than just me coming on here with some white claws and, and talking shit. So <laughs> I love it. Still does the Brian, same thing. Oh, go ahead. It still does the same trick, right? We still good <laughs> no, no matter what. Absolutely. All right. Ryan, hey man, thank you so much for coming on. It was very, it was awesome. Is there anything we've missed? Uh, my last little question to you. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about a lot of guys. I think we we, we touched on most of the guys in the, in the kind of the winning range is what I would call it, right? Yeah. Um, is there any anything that you've bet kind of off the board, whether it's like a, a to miss the cut, whether it's you know a, a matchup, maybe a top ten, top twenty, just just the kind of your your little gem that you might have uh, for, for the listeners, and obviously something that I, I, I want to tell. To be honest, with you, so. uh, absolutely betting Alex Noren from a finishing okay. position standpoint. Oh. Um, what were where, where, where they have probably him? probably going to do a top 20 on him. Okay. Um, kind of waiting to see what happens there. Number wise. I don't think, what did I get on him earlier? I kind of balked on Actually, him. the win or just a, just a, no, top just number? a T 20. He's, okay. uh, you know, I, I kind of fold the top. <laughs> now I'm going to look at the 55 on fucking Brooks. Cause uh, <laughs> that's on. unbelievable. Come on. 55 is just stupid and I'll hate myself, but uh, four to one. You're, you're, you're getting top 20 at four twenty five. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, look, this guy, Plays well historically on great really hard courses. Yep. Form has been terrific. Ball striking has been great. Um, you know, he's there's really Jeez. not a, a hole in the game. So, like, um, again, positive on bent grass, which we love here too. And the putter can get white hot. So, um, Noren's going to be a guy that is not on the outright card, but is going to be a, a strong finishing position bet. And I love four to one, maybe hoping I can get a 450 somewhere. Yeah. And we can attack him probably in, in the round by round bets too. Depending Absolutely. On yeah. yeah. I love that. Cause I mean, looking at 12th at the Byron 12th at Valspar's 26th of players fifth at Honda. Yeah. I mean, he, his informant, he's striking it really well, too. really well, which Listen, is not always his game. So like, yep. You feel good yeah. about that. I love it. I remember back in the day when he was in the hunt with Riv where fucking JB completely stoned him. I was so pissed because I was on that week and he was kind of like the, you know, when you get those fresh Euro guys, there's like, oh, a new Euro guy, like he's going to kill it. And he actually did. And then yeah. he got paired with that piece of shit. So, oh, love it. Norn, fuck yeah. That's a get great it. way to close this thing. I love it. Haven, anything else? You got, you got anything uh, for us? Uh, I don't have any any real gems. This guy's really check out the live market. Yeah, really encourage, especially with the weather. Anytime there's weather, just just go live. Yep, Oklahoma's got I would say top five craziest weather in the nation. Actually, <laughs> straight up, right. like for real. 
Yeah, Hurricane. All right. Like, you know, the tornado is running through that place. Like, it's insane. They have storm shelters for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. what? Like, I, I live in California. There's no such thing as a storm shelter here. I, I, you know, anyways. All right, Ryan. Hey, man. Thank you so much for coming on. We enjoyed it. You're awesome today. Check out, obviously, Betsperts, 4 for 4. And the stuff you guys have in the pipe is, is going to be pretty sweet. And I'm looking forward to using it myself. So, yeah. Thank you guys it. very much for Haven, for Ryan, for the For Profit Podcast. We are out. This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. What? The GK Foss and Sugar Dots can't quit. What?